Okay, so we're at 24b, Chavalad and base, right at the bottom of the Amid, through to the bottom line, Amr of Yehuda Marab, Cholyam, Yem, Baskal, Yotze, Svaymeris, each and every day a heavenly voice comes out and would say, the entire world gets its sustenance due to the merit of a Chanina ben Adaisa. And Chanina, my son, right, this is a name which we've seen reserved for those to whom Hashem feels especially close to. It is sufficient for him to have one kav, one basket of charuvim, carbs, which don't taste so good and are not particularly uh, nutritious or either, right, not delicious, that's for sure. And he would sustain himself with one basket of that from one week to the next. Next story. This story is very much integral to an understanding of who Hanina ben Daisa was. We're going to read about his wife. His wife would heat up the oven each and every Arab Shabbos, even though they had no money at all, and they were not putting any food in that oven. And she would throw like wet twigs in for the sake of creating a lot of smoke so people think that she's cooking. Why would she do this? Kisufa havala. She had... Kisupa. She was a little bit embarrassed. She didn't want to be the only person who was not cooking and not baking food on Arab Shabbos. So she would she would make smoke out of her chimney so that people would perceive that she is indeed baking as well. She had one of these nasty, nosy neighbors. Amra, she would say, Mechti. Yeah, I know that Hanina Mendes and his wife have no money at all and they're not cooking anything. What's with all the smoke? If it's all the smoke, there must be fire. So she comes and knocks on Hanina Mendes' door. The wife of Hanina is embarrassed. She goes into a different room. It's Avadla Nisa, a miracle happens. The Chazila Tanura Male Lachma, the woman walks in and she sees that the oven is filled with loaves of bread. Bagana Male Lisha and the trough that they would do their kneading in is all full of dough. Amrullah, she said to her, Planisa, Planisa, so and so. I see Masa, go get your shovel. They use a special, uh, specialized implement for taking the, the dough out of the oven. Your bread is getting a chart. Amrullah, she said to her, Afanala, that's indeed why I went to the other room to go get the the, the shovel. Right? Tana, Afi, Lahavi, Marede, Nichnesa. Another way of saying this is that she actually tells her, I went to God, I actually did go to get the shovel. Why? Because she was used to miracles happening. You have to speak this out. It says that she did this every hour of Shabbos, she would stick twigs in. Now, every hour of Shabbos, she did not get food. But this week, she was. She recognized that there would be food miraculously because her neighbor was coming to check on her. Because of her embarrassment, there would have been food. I think a point that I brought out from this Gemara today, it hit me, was like this. You're talking about someone who's living on a, in a miraculous plane, right? On a plane in which miracles are happening for her regularly, right? She knew that loaves of bread would just show up in her oven because her next-door neighbor came and otherwise it would be embarrassing. So she knew they would show up in her oven. So she's living on an incredibly elevated plane. And still, she's embarrassed that she doesn't have food when everyone else has food. Why is that important point? Because I think we all think to ourselves, you know, our Amuna, our Amuna, if we had miracles, then we wouldn't have any struggles with Amuna. Then we would always do the right thing. It's not so simple. Even when you have open miracles in front of you, it's not so simple. You still could be embarrassed. You're still subject to regular human emotions as well. The wife of Hanim Adaisa said to him, How long are we going to go on living with, without, without any food at all? Uh, except for carrots, which, as we said, are not so delicious. Amalai said to her, My Nabal, what should we do? Go ask Hashem, Davin to the Shemayim, that something should be given to us. 
the apparition of a hand reaches out from the heavens. Gives him a leg of a golden table. We did this, by the way, I believe in Brachas or Shabbos. I don't remember the same Gemara came up. He sees in a dream. In the time to come, the righteous people will be eating on a three-legged golden table. In other words, an olam haba. What is a three-legged golden table? It symbolizes that the olam, the world, rests on three matters, right? On Torah, Avoda and Gemilas Chasad, famous lines from Yerke Avos. So the righteous people have all three of these things, and therefore they will be eating at a table with three legs. But here you're going to be eating at a two-legged table. What was missing is a complicated conversation, but he sees that he's will, if he eats well in this world, he's going to be giving up on, on what he's going to give in the next world. Would you be happy that everyone's eating on a full table of Anan and I'll be eating on an imperfect table? So she said to him, what should we do? He said, let's dive in that the table will be taken back away from us. The second nace, the later nace, is actually greater than the first nace. The Gemiri, because you have a tradition, the Mehev Yahabe, I think can be given. Shakli, but typically it's not taken away. Over here, it wasn't just given, it was also taken away, which is a greater miracle. This is a really famous story. He sees his daughter is very sad. Amar Allah, he says to her, What are you so sad about? Amar she said to him, I got mixed up with the, uh, uh, the vessel of vinegar with the vessel of oil. And when I lit the candles for Friday night, I actually lit from the vinegar can. Amalai says to her, Biti, what do you care about? The same God who declared that oil should have a property of being able to burn can declare that vinegar should have the property of being able to burn. Right, the famous idea that there's no, not really a difference between a miracle and day-to-day nature. Day-to-day nature is also a direct result of Hashem's commandment, the way Hashem commands the world to operate, the rules of nature. The only difference is in terms of our perception. Hanina Madaisa didn't see this difference at all. For him, it was all the same thing. Everything is directly up to the Hashkacha practice of Hashem. Tana. The light continued to burn the rest of the day. Until there was Matzah uh, Shabbos, they actually used it for Abdallah. They said to him, they're damaging things. Amar, he says, if they're damaging things, then bears should eat them up. But if not, then tonight, when they come back in from the field, you know what that should happen? They should all come home bringing a beer on their horns. The horta at nighttime came. Indeed, that's what happened. Clearly, they were not damaging. It was false accusations. Once a neighbor of Avichnin is building a house, and his builder was not using a great plan, and the beams, right, the two by fours, weren't reaching the walls. Asiya came. She came to Rabbi Chaim and So Amalei, she said to him, "Benisi, basically, I built the house. Well, I come to Bashurai, but uh, we kind of messed up on the plans, and the beams are not reaching the walls." Amalei said to her, "Mashmech, what's your name?" Amalei, she said to him, "Ichu." Amalei, he says to her, "Ichu, nimtu kishurech." He asks her name because without knowing her name, and this is one of the sources that you should be davening for someone with their name. He says to her, "The beams should reach the walls." 
Tana, they reached so far that they went one ama to either side of the walls. Other people say that the, they were sinifim, they were made into like um, extensions straight into the beams. Tanya, Indeed, I saw this house, and it was a very interesting cantilevered house where the where the beams went one ama on either side of the walls. Ramli people said to me, This is the house that was built or was extended by Rechanin Mandaisa based on his prayers. One second, the Gwar now asks, Akasha of Amaisa, as we would say, where did, Why did he have goats? He was very poor. So why did he have money for goats? But I had another question. You're not allowed to eat. Behemadaka, you're not, I'm sorry, you're not allowed to raise small animals in Eretz Yisrael because they typically will go grazing and will destroy other people's fields. Once it happened that a man is passing by his house, and he left hands there, so now they became an Aveda, a lost object. And the wife of Mandesa sees these hands. She said, her husband said to her, I'll don't eat from those eggs. And the eggs and the chickens keep on increasing in number. They're taking care of them. But it's difficult to take care of them. So we sold them. And they bought with the money goats. And this is what the Gemara Bavmetziah says. In certain circumstances, we're allowed to sell animals if they're too much tircha. And then with the money, you're allowed to buy something that's less tircha. If there's somebody left to buy. Passing by, and he says, and he says, This is where I left behind the, the hands and I lost them. Did you have a identifying characteristic about the hands that you left here? Amalai said, Hen, Yes, indeed, I did have. Simon gave him the simon, but not till he gave him the goats. These are the goats which we speak of that carried the beers on their horns. Another another individual who is very, very poor and also has access to miraculous means of sustenance. Avad Milsa, he did something. What did he do? He had his blood taken. Now, when you have your blood taken, we've learned previously that when you have blood taken in Shabbos, we learned that you're supposed to eat certain foods right away or else it's very unhealthy. Right? We're not talking about blood taken for a COVID antibody test. We're talking about bloodletting, right? So he did not have anything to eat. Shekel bara did too much. He takes some sort of uh, leftovers of garlic, like a garlic skin, a garlic peel, but shadi he puts it into his mouth. Cholish, he becomes weak. Libe venayim, and he falls asleep. Went to check on him to see how he's doing. They see that while he's sleeping, he is crying and laughing. And he has like uh, some sort of rays of light that are shooting out of his forehead. When he woke up, he said, the might time why were you crying and laughing at the same time in your dreams? Hashem himself was sitting with me. And I said to him, How long will I be suffering in this world? Amrali said to me, Elezer Bani, Elezer, my son, right? Remember, Elezer, the name of Bani is reserved for those who are very righteous. Do you want me to turn back the world all the way to its beginnings? In other words, we have this principle. That there's a concept of mazel. There is a concept that people are born in certain ways, in certain time periods, and they're more or less likely to have money, to have a you know means of sustenance in their life, right? So, if you want, I can have the world start all over again, and then this time maybe you'll be born under the right mazel. Is that what you want? Amri the kameis. I said back to him, kule hai. The Afshe. It's a very interesting way of speaking to Hashem. 
He says, you're going to do all this, and even for that, it's only maybe the next time around you'll be born in the right mazel. What Hashem is basically saying is a fascinating idea. Yeah. I could switch the world and start up all over again. I'm not guaranteeing that you'll be born under a different mazel, because that's not worth it. Amelie, so I said to him, the chayet am I more than halfway done with my years in this world? In other words, or will I be living more than half of my life is still in front of me? Amelie, so I said to him, the chayes, you've already more than halfway through. Ami the Kamesa said to him, So, yeah, more than halfway through, it's not worth starting all over. Amali, so he said to me, The fact that you said, I don't want it, I'll give you in the next world. I will give you, I will give you in the world to come 13 rivers of balsam oil as clear and as. Uh, as strong as the Euphrates and the, and the Tigris rivers, which you will enjoy. This is clearly meaning a reference, not of oil, as in like eating oil. It's a reference to some level of wisdom, some level of connection to Hashem. Amir the Kameh said to him, this and nothing else. Amir the said to me, if I give you more, I'll have nothing left for your, for your friends. Amir the said to him, no, me gavra, the less they be, you know, why can I take from somebody who doesn't have? At that point, so at that point, Hashem gave me, uh, he snapped his fingers at my forehead, right? And he said to me, Elezer, Elezer, my son, I've shot you with my arrows, right? It, it's a, it's a um, diminutive, right? So um, if you've ever seen videos of Rabbi Vadi Yosef, Rabbi Yosef would, when he liked people a lot, right? There are certain people who he liked, when they would come in, he'd give them a slap on the face, right? So it was, it was, a, it was a loving gesture. It was not a, it was a, a mean. Thing at all. We're back up to the stories of trying to get rain to fall. Can you imagine dealing with uh, people like that? What do you want me to tell you? He's, he's the son of Levi. I'm not, I'm not as good as him. Says, Let's go ask him to daven for us. And then we'll daven, we'll have in mind at the same time. And then after, at that point, the Tabri Tzibura, Maybe the entire community will be davening with a, with a broken heart, and crestfallen, and then the rain will actually fall. But on Rachamim, they indeed ask for, for mercy. Below us, rain did not fall. Amr Lusi said to them, are you happy for rain to come on our account? Amr Lusi said to him, hey, yes. Amr, Rekia, Rekia, heavens, oh heavens, Kasi Panayach, cover your face with, uh, with clouds. Leyachsi did not cover its face. Amar kama azin pnei rekia. How how chutzpahdik is the face of heaven? Ichsiva atshemisha. At that point, it became covered with clouds, and the rain came. Levi gazer tanisa. Levi passed the tainus. Vlei asimitra did not start raining. Amar lefanu. He sat in front of him. Rebbeinu shalolam, master of the universe. Alisa v'yashafta b'marim. You went up and sat in an elevated place. Ve'inatam b'rachim al kabanachva. You're not having mercy on your people and your children. Asimitra started raining. The itla. Then it became lame. Amar Rabbi Elazar. We saw this gemara nimo also. A person should never speak with chutzpah to Hakadosh Baruch The lady spoke in disrespectful way to Hakadosh Baruch He became lame. Umanu, and who was this lady? What do you mean? Is this what caused him to become lame? We actually have learned previously in Yuma that Levi was trying to show Kida to Rebbe. Right? Kida was this very interesting way of bowing down that the Kahanam would do. And that caused him to become lame. I'm sorry, this is actually in Sukkot, not in you, right? So that, that was the type of way they would jump fully forward, like um, while sticking your thumbs down into the ground, and then they would jump back up, right? Kind of like um, a burpee, right? A similar to a burpee, I guess. 
both lay, both of these things caused it. It was a physical proximate cause, but the indirect cause of this was because he spoke disrespectfully. He saw that these clouds say to each other, let's go take water to Amun He said in front of master of the universe, when you gave the Torah to Amcha Yisrael, he went around to all the all the nations of the world. They didn't want to take it from you. The famous Mishnah, the famous Gemara, and Avodah Zarah. The Achshavat, the nice and the Matar. Now you're giving them rain. What's the deal? Shadu Hachal. Let the clouds empty out the rain here. Shadu Aduchbayu. The clouds emptied out the rain right there. Darush Abichini Chia Bar Luloni. He said Vayter. My Dachsiv. What is that which is written? Tzadik Katamar Yifrech. A righteous person will flourish like a palm tree. Keeres Balavonon Yiska. Right, he will grow like a cedar tree in Lebanon. Im nemar tamar, if it already said a palm tree, lama nemar eres, then why doesn't he say a cedar tree? Im nemar eres, and if it already said a cedar tree, lama nemar tamar, then why does it say a palm tree? Ilu nemar tamar, v'loi nemar eres, if it would have only said a palm tree and not a cedar tree. You see, I would have thought to say, ma tamar, just like a palm tree, ain't loi gizli machlef, avtadik kasu shalom, ain't gizli machlef. It would have said a palm tree, it would have said the palm tree, if you cut a palm tree down, it does not regenerate itself, does not grow again. So to a righteous man, if he if he's cut down, then he will not regenerate himself. That's why it says a cedar tree. A cedar tree is different. That even if you cut it down, it will regenerate. Let's say you would have only said a cedar tree and not said a, a palm tree. I would have thought to say, my eras ain't a paris, just like the eras, the cedar tree does not create paris. So to a righteous man does not leave behind fruit. That's why it says a, a uh, date tree and also a cedar tree. The Erez gives a machlef, and is that to say that in Erez, the cedar tree does reproduce if you regenerate, if you cut it down? But Tanya, we learned in Arisa. If someone purchases a tree from his friend, to cut it down, we should basically cut at least one tefach above the ground. Above the with the surface of the earth, the sadana shikma in the the sadana shikma in the which is a sycamore tree shnei tefachim should be two two tefachim ubsulas hashikma which is a different type of sycamore tree shleshet tefachim three tefachim bekanim ubegefanim with different types of vines and grapes vines imen hapekak below myla from the pekak and and higher bitekalim ubarazim with the dekel and the arazim and the cedars. They should cut down below a mashrish and, and level it. Because it's not going to regenerate anyways. So we, we hear what we see is that our and cedar trees, their gizeh is not machlef. Earlier we said that the cedar is gizeh machlef. If you cut the cedar tree, it will regenerate. And only if you cut the tamar tree, the palm tree won't regenerate. What are we talking about over here? Other types of cedar trees, but not this one. Like this previously also, there are 10 types of cedar trees. He passed 13 different fasts, all of the different fasts that have to be passed so people will be davening properly and doing teshuva so that rain will fall. And, and still the rain wasn't falling. So then everybody said, okay, fine, we're done. No more fasting. He said to them, terribly, terribly severe call. He said to them, yeah, you think that you're done? You think that's how it works? If you really think that you're done with what we have to do to connect to Hashem, then your time in this world has come to a close and go prepare yourself for your graves. Right? You've dug your own grave. They immediately started crying. Tears started going down their faces. The yard and immediately the rain started falling. Right as a as a complete uh, tit for tat. Right, the, the tears are going down their faces. The rain comes down. 
another story of Eliezer. went in front of the Teva to Davin as the as the representative of the community. And he says the 24 brachas, the special brachas of the Shimon Esrei, that's is dedicated for the fast for rain. Below Nana, Hashem does not answer. Rabbi Kiva goes afterwards, and he says, He says, our, my father, our father, our king, we do not have another master other than you. Avinu Malkeinu, our father, our king, Lamancha Rachim Aleinu, for your sake, please have mercy on us. And the rain started falling. Hamarani Rabbana, the Chamim were very excited. Yatsa Baskal, Baskal came out, a voice from heaven came out, but Amarani said, Not because Rabbi Kiva is a greater man than Rabbi Eliezer was, he answered, Rabbi Kiva was Mavral Midesav. He would not be Makbid when people mistreated him. He would not be Makbid. And Rebbe Eliezer was Mavra al So where do we know this from? So the answer is that Rebbe Eliezer was a student of Beis Shammai. And Rebbe Kiva was a student of Beis Hillel. And Beis Hillel, as we know, was a very, very humble person. Beis Shammai was humble also, but he felt that it was, he had a, a ideological difference with Beis Hillel. In terms of, as a Talmud Chacham, he felt it was important to stand on his honor. So Rebbe Eliezer was similar because he learned from his teacher, and Rebbe Kiva was similar in terms of being humble. And we've learned before also the similar idea that those who are humble shall inherit the earth, right? I think that's actually not from our Torah. But what it does say is that those who are humble, they will actually cause the, the in their merit, the rain will fall. Okay, now we're going a little bit away from stories. Up until when will the rain fall and then they will stop from their series of, of Tanesim, of fasts. Not on that day, but in other words, we say you should have three, three, and then seven, right? Well, let's say it starts raining a very decent quantity. Do you say now we, we can, you know, uh, stop for the rest of the fasts? Kimuloi beirach amacharesha. has to be deep enough to where the macharesha, to where the plow would get to. That's the words of Rabbi Meir. and the Chamim say, the land that has never been... Um, before is one tafach, a bain in its middle ground is two tafachim, for actual deep um, service has to be three tafachim deep. Tanya learned in a bright service. Shimon ben Elazar Emer, Ein lach tafach mil mayla shein tahim yetsi lekras lishleshet tafachim. I don't really understand what this Gemara is saying, but some sort of a concept of there is. We know that there is water below, right? There's aquifers underneath the ground, and when there's one tafach from coming from above, then the tahom, the depths, is going to release three tafachim up towards it. But Tanya, we learned in a bright set of chaim. Only two. Lokasha kanba avoda. One is talking about avoda. Kanba sheina avoda. One is talking about where the land has already been worked, and one is talking about where the land has not yet been worked. And that's the and that's the difference in terms of does it does it release up to it tefchaim or three? I'm Rabbi Lezer. Kit shemenachsin nachsin es amayim bechag when they would do the libations of water on the chag on holiday at Sukkot. The depths would say to his friend, Abba me mecha, bring you the waters. Call Shnei Reim and Yishimea. I hear two, two colleagues' voices. Shinemaz says, Tahim al Tahim, Kere le Kolti Nerecha. Amar Rabbi, di chazidi hai ridia, dame le igla. I saw this ridia that was similar to igla, to a cap of Pirsa Sipasayu, and its lips were moving. And it was somewhere in between the lower depths and the middle depths and the upper depths. The Tahima ila Amarle. So he was speaking to the upper depths and lower depths. This is clearly some sort of a mystical idea in terms of what they should be doing. It's kind of directing what they should be doing. It says, 
Let's say they're fasting and the rain starts falling before Netzachama, before the, the, the morning star even. They accepted the fast for today, but the rain started falling before it was even morning. They're fasting and the rain starts falling before sunrise. They don't finish the fast. If the rain only starts falling after Netzachama, they need to finish the fast. As long as the rain falls before Chatzos, before midday, they don't have to finish the fast. If it falls after midday, they need to finish the fast. If it falls before nine hours of the day, they don't need to finish the fast. After nine hours, they need to finish the fast. Israel is defined by Achav, king of Israel, a terrible northern kingdom. He fasted from nine, if it didn't fall by nine hours, he kept them fasting. It says, passed a, a decree that we should have a fast. It started raining right after sunrise. We wanted to finish the whole day's fast. The only possibility is that perhaps after Chatzos, you don't, you don't need, you still finish the fast. Before Chatzos, for sure you don't finish the fast. And this was right, right after sunrise. Shmuel Hakatan, Gazer Tanisa, Shmuel, the, the lesser, the smaller, he passed the Tainus. We are the started reading before morning. The community wanted to praise the community, so to speak. Let me paint for you a parable. What is this similar to? A servant who asks his master for a portion. says to them, Just give them what they're asking for. It's so annoying, this fetcher, the whiner. I don't even want to hear him. Don't be so proud of yourself. The fact of the matter is, Hashem didn't, wants to punish us. He doesn't even want to hear our tefillah. That's the worst possible punishment is that Shem doesn't even want to hear our tefillah. So he just says yes to us right away. One time he passed the Tainus and the rain started falling after sunset. Once again, they said, oh, this time it must be because we're good. Because he didn't listen to our tefillah right away. He waited for the whole day. He said, no. Okay, so this time, it didn't start raining until after sunset. So this time, they're like, oh, now it's really because we're good. We're good people. The Shemuel said to them, no, no, no. Once again, it's not Shevel Let me draw for you a parable. What is it similar to? A servant who was asking him from his master. He says to him, just let me wait until it, they're not sure what's going to happen. Then they'll be in pain. Then afterwards, he says, yes, you can have so how do you ever find a case where there's a as a shavach to the tzibur, right? Now, honestly, it's a pretty simple answer. Well, before you ever need to fast in the first place, Hashem gives you what you need. So that's the more answers. When you say mashiv haruach, right, makes the clouds come. What happens? The winds start blowing. Amar mayor who makes the rain fall. You say that in your davening, and the rain starts falling. That is someone who clearly Hashem is happy with the Tibor's behavior. As we say in the second parak of Shema, that if you, it shall be that if you do love Hashem with all your heart and with all your soul, and you do listen to what Hashem decrees, then there will be rain at the proper times, and the fields will produce its yield, and we will get exactly what we need. So that means we won't need to wait for a fast, and not have rain, and then have a fast, and then have rain. No, that wouldn't be necessary. Okay. Take care, guys. Uh, so I